of music. I have it. We're still initializing. Hey, we're live. Wait, hold on. Wait, watch this. The longest wow, thirty-five seconds ever, <laughs> <laughs> because I can't hear it anymore. So it's it's way louder or longer. Oh, um, got it. I just hi Jack. How you doing? Hey Frank. I wait till more. Hey people. everybody else. Thanks for finding the Geek Spot as always with us. We did zero promotional anything today. Zero. And there's still there's still well look my mom showed up so that that's what. Uh, that's what we've been waiting for. And Charles is here now, too. Look at hey, that. Hey, Charles. Just waiting for one Everybody's guy to show here. up. Just waiting for one right now. I know. You got sound effects queued up, I'm sure. There's some people. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I would for assume if Charles in. was a football guy, it's probably a Steelers guy. So he's he's already been out for a minute. He's been out for quite a while. Do you know, though, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Ever. That doesn't surprise me. Good coach. Uh you know, he only, there's only two people with better playoff records than him. Um, Andy Reid? Uh, Harbaugh and Belichick. Oh, Andy Reid's third overall. Andy, Andy Reid might be up there. Yeah, Andy, so I think Tomlin's right above Andy. Yeah, Andy Reid is and now then, third most playoff wins in the history of football. And then Harbaugh's up there, too, from the Ravens. So how was your Because they've been coaches for so long. Uh, so far so good. Uh, it was fairly quiet. I mean, there was a, I had that, I, I made my debut down in, um, media at, uh, Barnaby's Aspen, Aston, not Aspen. That would have been cool. But, uh, Barnaby's Aspen, that was a cool gig. Uh, I did not end up playing at Chambers 19 over the weekend because of, uh, there was a, there was a little football game that, uh, stopped the city and all of the surrounding area for a night. Um, so, but that's all good. I'm back at Wilson's this week. Nice. Um, you were there. I was. Hey, Pete. It's a, uh, you know, reasonably priced location, but uh, a little more rock stuff there. So that's always fun. Um, I watched some stuff, not as much. I was, we were talking in, in the, in the green room before we came on about, uh, I caught a little bit of a uh, finished up Yellowstone. I got up to date, uh, at least up to season five. So now I can not stop watching on Peacock. So uh, that's still um, still a show. You know, they're uh, doing two spinoffs of that, right? No. Two more. Two more? So there's, um, they're doing one. Um, oh, crap. Now I got to, they're doing this. The four one, sixes, right? The four, the, which one? So the four right, sixes. Okay. Four sixes where, where Jimmy went. Um, yeah. I got to I got to um, there we go. Dom, oh, here. Dom, I saved this just for you and your New York Giants. Nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I've waiting. I've been waiting six minutes for that. Thank you. Do you think Timothy Chalamet does that in his new uh, Wonka movie coming out this year? I 
can't imagine it's going to be any good. Um, I, I can't. Do you think? But he's young. Do you think he goes more depth than he goes wilder? Maybe. Oh, it's hard to decide, right? Um, I think that's all I watched. By the way, I think it was a really slow week, and it was just a lot more Yellowstone to try and get up to date, so I can go watch eighteen eighty three and nineteen twenty seven or seven hundred and twenty two or whatever year it is. Dom, you absolutely four or five more years, and the Giants will be up for you, Frank. Coming, but you're not coming this season. We are. <laughs> we are. Okay. Um, I had an eventful weekend. I did nothing did Friday, and then Saturday I went out and watched the game. Actually, Saturday was board game day. Um, oh, very nice. A lot of fun. Oh, you did that instead of watching any football? That makes sense. Well, during the day, yeah. Oh, okay. From about 2 o'clock to about 6 o'clock. Um, we played some pretty cool games. There's one one Roman game where you like you have to uh, – it's cool. I don't remember the name of it. Um, and then I went over to, to Andrews to watch the game, and we ended up doing karaoke at night. That was fun. Did you do anything weird on Twitter in the last 48 hours? All right. I may or may not have wrongly tweeted something that was supposed to be amusing and funny. And I may have inadvertently mentioned Hulk Hogan and told him to go fuck himself <laughs> while I was drunk. Yeah. So Frank might not be the most Twitter savvy of individuals. No. And no. Uh, yeah, when responding to, to one of our friend Matt's tweets, was it Matt or was yeah. it Iron Sheik? Oh, it was Iron Sheik. I, I think Matt had retweeted. Iron Sheik. Yeah. Find that tweet here. Just so and I'm... he said, F that. F in that. more colorful language. At Hulk Hogan. So we will see what happens, brother. Uh, when uh, when Hulk comes for you. Maybe it'll be Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan will yes, come for you. Yes, that's what it was. So my, so my friend Matt, for those that can see. Oh, you can't see that. He, uh, Ray, Ray has... Um, my, my Twitter handle is Gimzak, G I M Z A K. I'm pretty, same pretty as his Insta. Yeah. Um, my friend Matt took a picture. Ray has a bunch of wrestling, the old school wrestling figurines that you could pose. And he has an iron Sheik one that is missing an arm. And Matt took a picture of it and he added the iron Sheik. And I replied to his at with fuck the Hulk Hogan at Hulk Hogan. I actually replied F the, and then I added Hulk Hogan. Nothing has come of that yet. Um, but at the moment, that's what I did. I don't know how active the Hulkster is on uh, uh, not as active on as the, the Twitter. Not as active as the freaking Iron Sheik is, if that's even really him. But it's the greatest Twitter follow in the world. If you don't follow the Iron Sheik, it's really fun. Um, he also is not a Cowboys fan. Well, that's uh, what, what kind of fan is Iron Sheik? Is he a 49ers fan? No, he didn't really say what fan he was, but he wasn't happy with the 49ers. And for all the people that are listening that are 49ers or 49ers fans that are Dallas Cowboy fans, that sums up the last play of your season. Yeah, I do enjoy the fact that uh, Jalen Hurts has been born and gone through his entire career and made it to the championship game in the time it uh, has been since the last time. 
Dallas was in the championship game. Do you know that I actually dated women more recently than the Cowboys have won an (laughs) NFL championship game? I've had two kids. It's been almost almost 30 years, Frank. I have two kids in their 20s before the Cowboys have won an NFC championship game. Uh, I was in high school the last time they won a championship game. I probably also was. No, no. You were you were somewhere with the Rockets, I'm sure. No, not in the early 90s. What was it 95? 95 was the last Super Bowl they won. I had not yet rocketed up. I had not Got leveled it. up to the Rockets just yet. Uh, anything else exciting going on? No, I I I, I caught up on on uh Frank, uh, Dom, you're correct. I did have hair. I had lovely, gorgeous hair back then. Um, he looked like Hulk Hogan. Dom, back then. Dom also replied that he and I had hair the last time the Cowboys were. Well, they're always good. <laughs> it's just that they're not. They can't get over that NFC Championship hump at all. What uh, playoffs? Their, their first playoff road win since 1992 was last weekend. Yeah. It was a week and a half ago. Yeah. Um, no, other than that, this weekend was was pretty low key for me. After that, um, I did, and we'll we'll talk about this um, closer to the end of the show. We're gonna we're gonna try and stick to a firm hour um, because of uh, tonight. We were we almost didn't have a show tonight um, because the WWE is having their thirtieth anniversary of their television program. Raw is taking place tonight in Philadelphia. Many, 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 wow. many stars from the past coming back tonight. In it's probably been that long since I watched Raw. Ah, uh, you know, to be fair, it. So there's a really. I'll take a second. There's a really good storyline that they're doing right now that's going through throughout wrestling with um, the tribal chief Roman Reigns and the bloodline. It's it's his cousins the usos who are the tag team champs and have been so for over a year roman reigns has had the belt for like an obscene like seven or eight hundred days he's had both belts wow. um and it's a really really good storyline and paul Heyman continues to be one of the best things on television um he'd make a great addition to yellowstone but his just what he does for wrestling is just sensational and and they have this they're the bloodline and they're on top and and then they have uh, another wrestler Sami Zayn who's who's worked his way into the bloodline he's an honorary uso they call him the honorary us oh and they've been they've been leading to a big breakup of of this group where where they turn on Sami Zayn at some point and uh, tonight they were supposed to have this big um, uh, ceremony to honor the tribal chief and all the past uh, people from the bloodline were going to show up. Afa and Sika, the Samoans, were going to be there. Rakeem, You're just making up words now, I think. Not. You sh- you would remember Afa and Sika from back way mm-hmm. back in the day when you watched wrestling when when the Hulk Hogan was a good was part of it. Mm. Uh, but they were, you know, basically anybody of Samoan descent is in some way, shape, or form. They're all related cousins, nephews, whatever. Rikishi was going to be there, but um, there's been travel issues with them. So they've changed that storyline to now be the trial of Z- Sami Zayn. Um, and it's one of those weird things that I'm really super interested in. Um, I won't, I don't like all of it anymore, but that little bit. 
Does that mean that uh, The Rock is coming back tonight? So there's a lot of speculation that uh, obviously he's not making any Black Adam movies right now or anything for DC. Thank that, God. That they were going to have The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Royal Rumble is coming up in a week from, from tonight. And then that is the official like kickoff to the road to WrestleMania. Everything leads to that. And they were going to have the rock. The, the big rumor was the rock was going to fight Roman Reigns. And they had done some teasing in the media. But um, from what I had been reading, the rock hasn't been able, while the rock is super buff and strong, he doesn't have the stamina that he would need to, to do like a 20 minute wrestling match. So that's fair. Right. So it does not look like that. He's going to be showing up at WrestleMania though. Anything could happen. Well, that's, that's exciting stuff. That's the most wrestling we've talked in a row. Longest. I feel like uh, feel like that uh, all should end up over on uh, on Yellowstone as their oh. next spinoff. It, that would be a great, great, great. Because I feel like it's the same core audience there. Um, so, so real quick in the chat, I see uh, Dom went back and watched Daredevil. Or is currently rewatching Daredevil. Okay. Uh, did you finish Daredevil, Frank? I never, I never know. I never finished the third season. I think I picked up Friday <laughs> Night Lights at some point. Got it. Because I was going to ask if you um how the end of Black Adam was too, but I knew better. Yeah, that's uh, not a thing for me. Yeah, that's what I thought. So the uh, so yeah, Daredevil, Dom. It's it. I, I spoil it. I don't you know, know with. No, no, no. With with there, they did have a lot of MCU references in. Like it was, there was a lot of the event, especially in season one. They made a lot of callbacks to the MCU. They kind of weaseled or weeded them out by season three when they were like, "Oh, we're not, we're not part of the movies anymore." Okay, let's uh, let's push this stuff to the side. But the, uh, you know, it's I, I'm gonna have to go back and do a rewatch of that at some point. I mean, we have forever and a day before Born Again comes out, so I got plenty of time. But the. Uh, the uh, I've started reading the comics. I'm still going through the Daredevil books. I got distracted and read the new Dark Crisis over the weekend uh, for DCU because their new um, the new comic book app, the DC Unlimited app. If you pay a little bit extra, you get a uh, new comics 30 days after they drop in the stores. Oh, nice! I'm go. like almost up to date again on stuff. So I got to read all the the, the latest Dark Crisis, um, which is just a, like a hack job on the original. The original was so good; it's everything they've done since then is just just not great and doesn't really live up to it. But that put me on hiatus from my, my daredevil read. Cause I started back in like the seventies on daredevil. And right, right now I'm in like the mid nineties in the run. God damn. Um, which that book, if you read the book, like what we think of for this show, like there was a solid 15 years when they never even went into like the courtroom with him. Really? Like he wasn't even a lawyer. He had no identity. Kingpin had ruined him. And like when Kingpin ruined him, that lasted like years. Oh, wow. And they went down these really crazy supernatural things where like Mephisto had it out for Daredevil, and that was a solid like two or three years of storylines. Mephisto. Um, so you know, he's he was the engineer. I don't know if you remember from WandaVision. Yes. But Dom, you know, keep letting us know where that's at for you. If you I don't know how far you got through got through it. The the it's a little chunky because there's so many all those episodes were super long. There's the which is probably where Frank dropped off, you know. Um, did you at least get to see the Punisher come in in season two? You just I stopped did. season three. I finished two. No, I finished two. I did one and two. It was really good. Got it. Season three was uh, 
Yeah, season three was like a weird condensed version of what they did with those uh, the Born Again and the Kingpin crushing Matt gotcha. Murdock. I never finished. I never did any of the other series, though. So, I mean, again, shocker. But... Got it. Yeah. Look, Iron Fist season two was good. I heard skip season one. It was god awful. And I heard but Jessica Finn Jones, Jones come season back. So we'll good. see. Okay, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. All three seasons of Jessica Jones were good. Yeah. Third one was probably the roughest, but the first two were great. Um, Avatar. Yeah. yeah. You got to go. You got to go. It crossed $2 billion at the worldwide box office. It's only one of six films to accomplish this. And now James Cameron has three. Titanic was over two? I guess it was, huh? I mean, love right. uh, third film, man. And four billion. Yeah, it'd be Avatar, Avatar, Titanic, and Avatar Two. I would guess. So it has officially, huh? Yeah, it is. And then officially you got Infinity War and Endgame in there no too, way. right? Endgame is third, fourth. Endgame should be fourth. Did you freeze on us there, bud? Did I freeze I again? Think you may have frozen. Oh, don't fucking start with me tonight. It sounds about right. You might want to jump and come back. I don't know what's going on with you. Oh, there he goes. All right. Hopefully Frank comes back in a minute. So, yeah, we did see the Avatar 2 just past the 2 billion mark, which is pretty impressive. There you are. You back? All right. Hey, there you are. So, past 2 billion. 2 billion. Why is that showing on my screen now? I don't know. You look great. Never look great. Yeah, no, the, the, the video clip is showing. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. Yay. Shocker. Um, anyway. Uh yeah, so it's it's number two is Titanic, number three is wait. Spider Man, I believe. I'm not no. Googling anything right now because I'm gonna No, it's it's endgame. Endgame, that's right. I'm sorry. It passed Spider Man is what it did. Yeah, it all depends on if you adjust for inflation, right? As soon as you start throwing inflation numbers out there, all of this gets real wonky real fast. It does. Um, so, yeah, maybe I'll go see it at some point. I don't know. We'll see. I got stuff going on. It's, it's worth it for the experience to say you did it. I, I regret having not seen the first one in the theaters. I Because it was awful on my TV. I don't, get, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't get paid, I don't get my first check till February 1st, okay? Got it. So we're in flux. Um. Disney is about to ruin another franchise. Oh, that's exciting. Which one this week? Tron. Oh, yeah. Jared Leto has been cast as the lead in Tron 3. Young up-and-comer, Jared Leto, if you haven't heard of him. Uh, you know, recently recently made uh, that star-filled turn in uh, Morpheus, Morbius, and in, uh, in, uh, as, in the fat suit in Gucci. In case you uh, hadn't caught him lately in things that he's uh, prone to be odd and weird in. In 2010, they released Tron Legacy that starred Garrett Hedlund, yeah. Olivia Wilde, and Jeff Bridges. Yeah. It hit 400 million worldwide. Wasn't a bad movie. Still I didn't hate Tron. it. I didn't oh, hate it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't good. No, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't really good. Um, So now it's going to be Jared Leto. Um, is going to be described as a reboot. 
Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you reboot with a dude like in his early fifties as a tech guy. Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Dead Man Tell No Tales director uh, Joaquin Ronning is in talks to helm the installment, which is titled Tron Ares. Tron yeah, Ares changes. is considered to be a sequel to Tron Legacy instead of a reboot. Mm. There you go. Production is going no, to be in uh, 2023 based on a script by Jesse Wigato. I think I'm good. I will not be seeing that. Hey, I don't know if you saw this this week as you're going through. You might have this in, in the, the rundown coming up. But did you hear about the Michael Keaton news? No. No. Go with that now. Jump so Michael, in. So Michael Keaton was apparently... Uh, on this on the line to play Jack Shepard. Jack Shepard. In Lost. Oh God, yeah! I swear, I think we touched on this in the past, but I do remember that he was because it was going to be a one-off, and he didn't want to do it. Yeah, he didn't want to do the show. He right? the character was originally killed off at the end of the first yeah. episode, and when they said he was going to live, he was like, "Nah, I'm good." Now, how freaking weird would that series have been with Michael Keaton? I mean, he didn't do TV until Dopesick. Yeah, I think right. That would have been an interesting thing. So we would have gotten Michael Keaton, you know, fifteen years. I wonder what that would have done to his career because it hasn't done shit for Matthew Fox. Uh, who? Exactly. When you look back at the cast, because I started thinking about this when when uh, spoilers for season three of uh, Yellowstone Sawyer is there. He is. Um, he likes to fish. It's weird. He's basically just Sawyer in Montana. Um. He really is. Yeah, it's so weird. But anyway, the uh, yeah, if you look back at that cast, the only one like really still doing like anything moderately big is Evangeline Lilly, and even she, uh, I think they just cast no. her and they're kind of hanging on to her still. Actually, that's not true. And I'm gonna so we're gonna we're gonna side we're gonna take a sideways thing here real fast. I'm gonna look just at the, just at the top few people, not all of them, just at the top few. Pete liked uh, Tron Legacy too, I think. Try, I, yeah, same. Jorge Garcia carved out a nice little career for himself. He was on Hawaii Five O. Yep. Uh, Naveen Andrews actually has a comedy coming out soon. I, I actually just actually looked at that. Who was Naveen? Uh, that was Saeed. Got it. Okay. So he was a voice in Far Cry Four. Um, he was Jafar in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland for thirteen what? episodes. Once Upon a Time, you mean? Oh, that was a side. No, it's a lot of time in Wonderland. I'm just they started naming random uh, seasons different things on that show. Right, right. Um, he was on Homeland for a while too, but I'm not saying he's yeah. he hasn't been like no, not star. the guy. Matthew Fox hasn't really done anything, but I think he got in some trouble too, mm. if I recall. Actually, he went. Wow, he went to party one. Credits, he went from 2015 doing nothing to 2022, where he's in a TV miniseries. So you're oh, right. Um, Yunjin Kim, who played Sun, she really didn't do a lot. Terry O'Quinn is Terry O'Quinn. Daniel he Daniel, hasn't done much either. Terry O'Quinn had like one show afterwards that he was in. Right, but he's done a, an immense amount before that. Well, he, he, always only, he was only ever in The Cutting Edge. I don't know what else he's done. Oh, that's such a good movie. Oh, um, it really Daniel is. Daniel Kim was in, um, is the only one I think that actually has done. He was also Hawaii Five-0, right? He was he was in Hawaii Five O. He was in 
the premise, the hot zone, the prophecy, New Amsterdam. He's in that. Yeah, it was mostly people that didn't want to move home from Hawaii and whatever show started filming in Hawaii. They were like, I'll do your show. He was the voice of She-Ra and the Princess of Power. He was? He was. He was the voice of Mika. Okay. And oh, I'm... he was not She-Ra. He was not She-Ra, no. Got it. Okay, I thought you said he was sh- the voice of She-Ra. I was like, that seems problematic in today's age. Oh, is it? The... Which which reminds me, did you see the Netflix news that Teddy, who, uh, who greenlit all the Masters of the Universe and the TV shows that made us and all those things, yeah. is like one of the driving forces behind all of our childhoods getting rebooted on Netflix. Mm-hmm. He is now the co-CEO of Netflix. No shit. Which is possibly promising. However, he did make some statements about uh, he, he hears all the complaints of all the shows that are constantly oh. canceled. How so they he's do made it? some comments on that lately, too. Okay. Uh, saying, look, they've never canceled a show that was doing well. <laughs> he was like, the, the, the problem is, you know, we we do these some of these big shows for big audiences and then they don't get a big audience but they have like a fanatical fan base that's vocal but not yeah. profitable he's like right. we need to figure out how to make these shows at smaller budgets so we can make more seasons for the fan base that they have so then we can continue them because they they're they're starting to really run into trouble with all of these shows are canceling on cliffhangers one two seasons in yeah um, it's it. There was a show I forget what it was with um, Jeanette McCurdy. It was eighteen ninety nine. Just got canceled. This is years ago. It's one of the old old school Netflix ones with her. Um, I think Josh Hartnett was even in the show or somebody. Uh, one of those guys. But it was a fantastic show. And just after two seasons, they were like, nope. And it le- ended on a major cliffhanger. It was like this one town where people didn't get old. Oh. Is super cool premise and super neat show, you know, right. again, military stuff and all that kind of, uh, uh, you know, trying to escape and everything. But then, then it just got hung up and uh, canceled, as so many things did. Hemlock Grove, all those shows that they started out with on Netflix, that they were like, nah, we're just done. Yeah. Well, one of the uh, Netflix shows that is coming to an end that didn't start on Netflix released a trailer last week. It did. It started on YouTube Red, if I think what you're talking about. I watched the first two seasons on YouTube Red, and everybody was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What's that? Right. <laughs> uh, Cobra Kai will end its run at season six with this iteration. The trailer that they put out was nothing more than clips from previous seasons. Yeah. No new footage. Nothing new at all. And I guess you don't want to give anything away. Um good you know i've well, enjoyed it yeah Man. i don't know where they're at in filming season five only came out four months ago yeah right? in september it was labor day i think it came out um so it's not long and what's his name had to be off shooting blue beetle a lot of this time so they did say it's going to be the biggest you know i guess it's going to be the the international tournament um it just says 2023 no that's when season five premiered so maybe we get it somewhere around september probably it wouldn't surprise me yeah um look i'm at it's 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 time it is because there's only so much longer you can drag out these kids maybe being in high school do you think they spin it off and do stuff with younger kids or whatnot i think they're gonna re they're, they're already talking about a movie reboot 
<sighs> Remember? They said they're going to do something new in the karate, but it's not going to be Cobra Kai because they realized the popularity that eh. for some reason the, the punk kid from New Jersey. I guess. Moving to California seems like a good storyline. Sure it does. <laughs> sure it does. It does in the 80s. It doesn't really work the same. No. Uh, it, when, in reality, that. that kid's not picking up karate. That kid's picking up... Uh, uh, Anything yeah. else. Yeah. Anything oh else. Why can't... I? Discord. That's what Discord. I was just, yeah. picking up Discord. He's not picking up karate. Look, I'm really glad that they're ending it. I had a lot of fun with it. I enjoyed watching those characters. I think they spun it off into a weird little weird way where they're going now. But I mean, it, if it ends, that's good. I'm 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 glad for it to be ending. Yeah, it, it started getting a little much when people are getting stabbed with swords. I mean, it was a little it, much when you kick and a kid blowing out. up buildings. When you when you when you look when you kick a kid off a balcony at school and then you go into somebody's house and you destroy their house. I got a little long, long in the tooth at that point. It was three seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> he got kicked off the, the edge in what? Season if one. From, if he's from Candom, he's picking up a Glock. You're correct. True story, Pete. True story. Um, Okay. We got some Game of Thrones. Oh, shows really? in development. Yeah. There's six no. Game of Thrones shows in development. I get no. your, I'm going to get your, Yes, I want to see it or veto the hell out of it on these. First one is Jon Snow. No. Veto? Yeah. I agree. There's no need for a Jon Snow sequel series. None he was it. barely interesting enough in what they put him in. I, he, I get he was eye candy for people that watch the show, but like he was yeah. not an, a compelling character at all. I would have rather seen a show based around um, Arya and her travel in the world. 100%. Uh, the second one is called Tales of Dunk and Egg. Um, this is a series of novellas written by George Martin. It was in the early stages of the development. There are three published Dunk and Egg stories so far, The Hedge Knight, The Sworn Sword, and The Mystery Knight, set around 90 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Stories are a little lighter and less epic than the main series. I don't, I don't need it. Yep, don't need that. I, I feel like those are books that you could go read. Make graphic novels of them. Expand the universe out of there. That opens up a whole bunch speaking of fun. Of, speaking or of, some Telltale video games. Do it as a Telltale game. That would be hot. The Golden Empire and Game of Thrones animated spinoff. Now, okay. now you have something here. Uh, this is based off of the Yi-T dynasty of Essos. I've George R.R. Martin's version of Imperial China. Isn't that what they're doing tonight on WWE Raw? Isn't that what you just said earlier? No, 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 that's the bloodline. Oh, got it. That's not Essos. Oh, there was Oso. The Os, Os, Osos. Usos. Usos. Not the Essos. Right. Got it. It's not bring, it, bring it full circle. Right. Um, <laughs> eh. I mean, eh, whatever. Um, uh, look, I, I, I have Legends of uh, Vox Machina still on my list that I really, really, really want to watch. Right. Um, that's in that same kind of vein of, of the D&D world. So I, I'm, I'm, I would be down for an animated show if they do it right. Okay. The Sea Snake. Mm, no. Or Valerian. Oh. That's um, from this current. I would, watch a, I would watch a young how he got there for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. It's that a, could be a cool it's story. Be, it's supposed to be about his past, I believe. 
Yeah, so, I would be as a regular show though. Yeah, as a series. Mm. A limited series, maybe. Give me a limited series with him doing like flashbacks or something, or with him uh, narrating like the beginning of something, and then show me what happened. Yeah. Show me how he got to Rhaenyra's. Yeah, Rhaenyra's. Because his line dies out at the end of Dance of Dragons. Spoiler alert. Uh, uh, 10,000 Ships is a new show in development. Is the story of Princess Nymeria of uh, uh, Roine. The Roinar was the dynasty. uh, Roinar was destroyed by the Valerian Freehold some 1,000 years before the events of Game of Thrones, leading Nymeria to lead her people to safety and freedom. It is said that she commanded 10,000 ships to sail down the river Roine, I believe I'm saying that right, and away from Isos. And while the number may have been inflated, it was clearly clearly an incredible amount in journey nonetheless. Uh, No. Yeah, I'm not interested. No, I'm good. Uh, Flea Bottom was canceled. Blood Moon was canceled. Um, And that's that's it. Speaking of Blood Moon, so I watched Witcher, (laughs) Blood Origin. Oh, yeah? I made, that? I made it till the it's God, it's awful. It's so <laughs> bad. It was it was a slog. Like there's some cool effects, there's some cool fight scenes, but mm-hmm. just like it was so like forced for things. Like there's a love story that there was no reason to be a love story. They completely forced it into the storyline for no real good reason. Oof. Um and didn't do do it. It was four episodes and they were only like thirty to forty minutes each. So oh. like it was crammed in there and they're like these two met and then like two days later we're in love for no real reason and there was a love for the ages i'm like "Mm." they hated each other like 30 minutes ago (laughs) (laughs) um i don't get it uh and but michelle yo was cool in it um like i said the fight scenes were cool some of the effects were neat it sets up stuff for the witcher in general and how we got to where the witcher is but uh yeah it was, Britain. all right it was uh it was uh something um before i get into the last two stories which are going to lead into spoilery stuff ish um we're going to run through the we're going to run through the razzies oh okay i didn't see these so i'm excited so, to hear what they were. absent from this year's slate of nominations is the special award given to bruce willis who appeared in 11 movies in 2022 last year the razzies created a category called worst performance by bruce willis in a 2021 movie um, but they rescinded the award after the diagnosis that came out about Bruce Willis and what he's struggling with, which makes sense. Sure. And yeah. why he did 11 movies in 2022. <laughs> Correct. Right. Um, so if you think the Razzies would decide to be less mean-spirited this year, think again, as this year's nominees for Worst Actress include a 12-year-old. <laughs> oh, well, they could have deserved it. All right. Worst Picture. We have Blonde. Yeah. Disney's Pinocchio. Yeah. Good Morning, spelled M-O-U-R. Oh, yeah. The King's Daughter and Morbius. I have a feeling Morbius is going to clean up. Yeah. Oh, these are just the nominees. These are the nominees for worst. Got it. They haven't come out yet. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be Morbius. Uh, worst actor. I'm not going to go through all these, even though there's only like six categories. Well, we'll just do the the the. F- Big ones. Worst actor, Colson Baker, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly for Good Morning. Mm. Pete Davidson, who's only mm. voicing Marmaduke. Tom Hanks as Geppetto in Disney's Pinocchio, uh, who I think is going to be your winner, Jared Leto in Mor- for Morbius, and Sylvester Stallone in Samaritan. 
Look, I am. Oh, oh, I wanted to see Samaritan actually. That seemed like an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, however, I will always vote for Pete Davidson to be the worst human being on the planet. So I will Fair continue. Fair enough. Uh, and that trend of putting Pete Davidson on there. Okay. It's, it's going good, by the way, Doctor Mad Studio. Uh, awesome that you're checking out the show, yeah, even uh, especially late night. Uh, worst actress is Ryan Kiera Armstrong from Firestarter. She's 12 years old. Okay. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park Dominion. Ooh. Diane Keaton for Mac and Rita. Skaya, I'm sorry, Kaya. Let me get this. You're doing a great job. Scodelario. Scodelario for The King's Daughter and Alicia Silverstone for The Requiem. Or The Requiem. The Requiem. Whatever. Requiem? Or is it Queen? R-E-Q-U-I-N. Requiem. Oh. Uh, Requiem. I don't know. Never heard of it. Uh, I do not know any of those movies except for Firestarter I've heard of. I feel like next year, uh, 80 for Brady will be on this. Oh, Even though that looks like a blast. Uh, I'm going to do two. I'm going to do three more categories real fast. Okay. Um, yeah, we're good. Two more categories. Worst screen couple. Colt Baker, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son. Good morning. Both real life characters in the fallacious White House bedroom scene in Blonde. Hmm. <laughs> Tom Hanks and his latex laden face and ludicrous accent in Elvis. <laughs> I love these. Andrew Dominic and his issues with women in Blonde and the two 365 Days sequels both released in 2022. Oof. Uh, I, I feel good that I did not see most of the things, if any, nominated for these Razzies except for Morbius so far. So I feel Elvis, good about my life. Elvis I would have seen. And Pete is uh, blaming your Doherty education, by the way. He's right. <laughs> uh, and worst director, uh, Judd Apatow for The Bubble, Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son for Good Morning, Andrew Dominic for Blonde, Daniel Espinoza for Morbius, and Robert Zemeckis for Disney's Pinocchio. Wow. I mean, it was just funny because, like, uh, Geppetto is up for all the good awards this year, and right. Pinocchio well, is on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, it is. So there you have that. Um, that'll be fun when they do that drawing. Um, yeah. Exactly. Hopefully there'll be some other categories too by then. Uh, there's, I mean, there's. I know there's more. We don't need to get into them. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner broke 30 bones in his body in that snowplow accident. That's 30. 200, 206, right? 208, 206. Yeah. Good news. Good percentage. He's going to walk again. Oh, wow. I doubt he will be Hawkeye again. How do you know? He could be just chilling in behind a desk. He could. I mean, look, you can still shoot a fire a bow from a wheelchair, and then that's that's how you give the handoff, right? Yep. Um, CGI the, some running legs onto him, and we fine. The snow cat that fell on him uh, weighed at least fourteen thousand three hundred and thirty pounds. I don't say fell on him; I meant ran him over. Yeah, that's uh, seven tons on your yeah. legs. I mean. Jeez, jeez. I feel like that's what it feels like uh, running into uh, the offensive line for the Eagles. It's like you got run over by like seven. Like Saquon Barkley did? Yeah. You know. Over the weekend? Well, he ran into their defensive line, but yeah. It's like. Oh, oh you mean like the. Like, it's like, 
like when uh like when Jones got cocks all up in his face all weekend. Probably feels the same as a snowcat running over your leg. Jones had cocks all up in and around his face all weekend long, right, Dom? <laughs> <laughs> um so where's my other stuff? Do I have anything from Marvel? I do. Oh, Feige do. said some stuff this week too. Yeah, you want to do that while I pull this up? Feige was just talking about how um, you know, he he sees it people are never going to get sick of the superhero genre and that there could be 80 years because there's 80 years worth of stories that have been told that they can cram into all sorts of different genre work that still falls under that banner and doesn't have to be you know necessarily guys in tights doing things can be a lot subtler either like what they did with uh, werewolf by night or what they did with the marvel netflix shows where it doesn't have to be you know crazy big flashy they can do smaller stories if they wanted to because there's you know, like he said, yeah. 80 years of all the content with so much. <laughs> Dom, Dom, there is no dislike and unfollow button. We will we will follow you for the rest of your life now. Forever. Um, but that's with. Uh, yeah, that's so that's what Feige says. I don't disagree with that. I think some of the more interesting stories are the smaller ones in those. I, I think. You get in the weeds, which is kind of what the MCU did when everything needs to be this cosmic level event that's like world ending. Right. And get away from these like smaller stories that can just be self-contained. Um, you know, so I hope that they start going a little more that direction. Maybe once we get out of uh, Secret Wars, because none of these movies coming up are going to be small. It doesn't seem no. like. No, Ant-Man looks like it's going to be huge. And I am and I have, have a blurb on that. Um, James Gunn was kind of still Marvel-ish. Um, he was asked about, you know, uh, he was talking with Empire and um, he was asked about, you know, how is, how it's what it feels like coming in the end of an era for him, basically. And um, to paraphrase everything he said, because it's a it's a decent quote. He basically said, These, this cast is like my family. Um, he can't I can't tell you how close I am. And he names all of them. And he's like, but I also know that I will work again with all these people individually again. And then he laughed and said, probably at my other job. So I have a feeling he's going to start cherry picking the Guardians of the Galaxy cast to come over and work in the DC universe. Who? So who would you pull from that? From that? From Guardian? Who would you want to see that in whatever role from Guardians pulled over to DC and stuff? Chris Pratt is probably Chris or Palm. Well, Palm's already been in. She was in the Suicide Squad. Okay, true. Um, I mean, I it was you can get away with recasting her as anything you want because she was just like a yeah. Right I don't. She would be an awesome Raven. Honestly, I don't think you're going to see Dave Bautista and Zoe Zaldana in another comic book type movie. I think Dave is trying to be more serious actor, and I think as maybe Zoe will as long as she doesn't have to put on a, a ton of makeup. Dave's always wanted to be Bane. It's true, he has. Um, if there's somebody built to be Bane, I. We can get a Vin Diesel over in a DCU. God, I hope not. Um, or, or Bradley Cooper. Who do you pull? Like you also have, you know, Michael Bradley Rosen. Cooper. Michael Rosenbaum could come back. He's Martinex. Michael Rosenbaum too. Hey, thanks for stopping by, uh, Doctor Mad. Thank you, Doctor Mad. Appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Michael Rosenbaum. You he could bring him back. back. He was uh, he was in there. You had uh so Who was it? Was it uh, Technically, was in in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. 
didn't he? Pass? No, he didn't pass it. it was, yeah, uh, it was Michael. No, that was Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, yeah, Bing uh, Rames was Charlie twenty seven. You had uh, 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 Martin next was him. Uh, you had I want to say it was Michelle Yeoh, and I hope that's who it was. Uh, was in there yep. as another character too. Is the their um, um, Michael Rooker? Michael Rooker. Uh, yeah. Well, Rooker was in. He was in um Suicide Squad already. He was in Suicide Squad. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other thing I had about the MCU basically was that they they um basically have said Paul Rudd basically said that there's a lot of there's some really really good cameos coming up in in Ant Man, and I don't really not much to talk about with ant-man because you know i would assume dom got his tickets because uh right after we got done broadcasting last week tickets went on sale. No, he, he did he put i saw him post that he got them um i'm gonna save this other one for next week um it'll, it's just reviewing what's coming up and what's in development in the in the marvel universe because yeah we got we got time for all that um, before we go into the, the last of us and the bad batch, so you didn't see the bad batch, right? You're I behind. did. I did. I thought I didn't. Cause it, it's, it's the, not... the thing with, with clone wars and bad batch, both the series, it's tough to talk about them weekly because it, there's not, there's not a lot to like dig into that they did. I mean, you got a little bit of character development for like tech. You got a little bit of character development for, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Omega. Yeah. Now there, it was a very forgettable episode. You got a lot of Ernie Hudson, which was cool. Yeah. Um. So the other show, we can we can wrap up with this. The other show that I have taken an insane liking to, which mm. is going to blow the minds of everyone, two weeks in a row, The Last of Us is some of the best stuff on TV right now. And it's better for me because I don't know what's happening. Like, I think I figure, I think I know what's going to happen. And I'm pretty sure I know the end of the game. Um, but maybe, but, bef but so before I get to the, before we get to the, the last of us talk, the fans of the, of the, of the video game and the three or four fans that like the movie uncharted have taken the social media to vent their frustrations about how well done The Last of Us is and how completely opposite Uncharted is. To well, to be fair, and I don't know if you saw the meme that's going around uh, right now about uh, it, it's got uh, Doctor Strange and somebody else and is talking about what universe is this? This is the one where Sony got all the rights to the Marvel characters and made all mediocre comic book movies like Morbius. And, <laughs> and that, that seems to be, that's kind of what Sony does, man. Um, there you go. I, I agree with Dom with the, uh, the I, watch clickers. You can watch walking dead hundred percent. I will not say I won't go back and watch that at some point. I can, I can say that that is actually an option on the table right now. Um, well, because because now you've seen like, hey, it's not a movie. It's not a show about zombies, even though it, it technically is. But it's not. No. And and now we're going to we're going to jump into the spoilery part of The Last of Us. <clears throat> so if you haven't watched the second episode or you don't or played the video game or played a video game, we're going to we're going to talk about um, last night's episode. Um, so we're at 47 minutes in roughly. Um, what did you What did you think of the show? What did you think of the episode last night? It's the the show in general is tough for me because I did really enjoy the game. Um, 
and it's so spot on. Uh, one of the the coolest things about um, the Walking Dead, specifically that, that you know was just just referenced, is it wasn't it doesn't follow it at all. Everything's totally different. Same thing with the boys. Mm-hmm. Like this has been so much of it is such a spot on recreation that yep. it feels like a video game, which is fine. However, all of these story arcs in the video games, I'm like, when can I play and go shoot stuff? <laughs> there was a BuzzFeed or, or not BuzzFeed. There was an IGN um, graphic that popped up <clears throat> that I saw today that showed a couple of the scenes from the video game mirrored by the scene from the television show. And they're they're just so, so spot on. Yeah, they, they did, Don mentioned in the chat, they did switch the hive mind uh, switch up. So, yeah. reason they did that because I don't know, I don't know, Dom, if you hang out after after the show airs and watch the the after part. Uh, we were talking about that last week too, uh, but they talked about their problem was and why they kind of had to go that. And with the threads being the piece, is air spores work in a video game, but they don't right. work in the real world, right? Because like, why would they not travel farther? Because that's what spores in the air do, and and you know. At live action, so to speak. Um, I also didn't realize it was Anna Torv. It was Tess, uh-huh. who I loved in Fringe. Oh, really? I didn't realize that was her for the first episode because she was so beat up the whole time. They kind of let her face heal a little bit this episode. Um, I don't know if you watched Fringe, but it was no, I fantastic. Not. It was one of the best sci-fi shows of the last twenty years. That was the one with Pacey, like, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm still into the show. I just uh I I I uh. I think it's good. <laughs> Bob is right. I'm just not all in. So you you go you you uh you are heavy into this show. I I <laughs> fair point, Dom. Fair point. Um, I I don't I don't know all of the Easter eggs, but I know that for me, I am not a big fan of the jump scares. It's just it's not that I'm afraid of the jump scares. I'm just not a fan of them. I don't I'm I usually look at that stuff like, eh, that's cheap easy. I was on the edge of my seat watching this episode. Not literally, because then I would have fallen over, but like I was I was like like you know that they're gonna survive because there's more episodes coming, but I didn't know what happened to Tess. I had no clue. I figured it out when she got bit that there was gonna have to be something, but I didn't know that she she dies at all. I had no I clue. I didn't even remember her making it this long. Right. And I don't think she did. I think they expanded her role a little bit more. And, but as I'm looking, I'm looking through a list of some of these Easter eggs and they're, and they're saying how Ellie can't swim. And in the game, she can't swim either. So you have to solve puzzles to get her across water. Mm-hmm. And there's doors that are locked that you have to solve puzzles to get the doors unlocked. I mean, there's a lot of scenes in this where, where like you said, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, this is, this is set up to be this scene in a video game. Right. Like when they walked into the library or whatever it was, and there's the, the water, and you're like, "Oh, this is where you have to climb this to do this to push this across." To yeah, yep, yep. Um, but then they don't do any of that, which is which is, <laughs> you know, I think where Uncharted made its mistake is they kept trying to make him do those things that you would do in a video game too for no good reason. I yeah, I. It, it, they just cast it bad. Uncharted was really really awfully cast and i'm a huge tom holland fan but he was not cast well in that role 
Mark Wahlberg was not cast well as Sully. You had a missed opportunity to cast Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake, and you would have knocked it out of the park. I mean, he even helped you out, and he made a fan-made movie with him oh, yeah. as Nathan Drake. He he's he's just too old now. That's now he is, think. unfortunately, yes. Uh, Dom, am I disappointed they didn't dive into the tower scene in the show? I got to remember what that scene was. Uh, look, I haven't been disappointed in the show at all. Like, I I'm enjoying the show. It's if you know if you've listened to our last eighty some odd episodes of this podcast, so you realize I'm not a big rewatcher, right? So this almost being a rewatch because I it's not like a comic book where I read it and I know the story beats. This is like I already watched this. It was just a video game when I watched it, right? Well, that's so it, the only, that's the only thing holding me back from actually. So you can get the PlayStation Four version of the game for like free if you have PlayStation Plus, but mm -hmm. they released a remastered high def version of the game that is 80 bucks that oh I'm i know it's it was ridiculous when they released it i was like it's it's literally the same game they didn't update yeah. anything except for the graphics and right it crazy it's not worth it. but uh but right. i'm not a big rewatcher of things in general like i'm even like Me for my killing time like frankel <laughs> rewatched the office i'm like oh there's new episodes of letter kenny when i have a half hour i'm gonna go watch one of those because it's, it's so good the and writing's still and sure, great and sure as he got a second season oh my god i can't wait Shorzy, Shorzy makes a guest appearance in this season of Leonard Kenny. Season I, 11. Um, but that that's, I, like I said, I enjoy the show for what it is, and I think it's well done, and it is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's just my thing is, like, I already know where it's going. I don't think they're going to change that many of the story beats because there's such a huge audience that didn't play the video game uh, that will watch the show. Now, are they going to have to change something if they're going to do a second season? No. Okay. There's a second video game. Right, but didn't wasn't there something? Oh, I don't know. Um, let, let, let me leave that to not mentioning it. Um, I, I'm I'm. I think your your tough part is there is a time jump going into the second season, and right. uh, the girl, uh, what's her name, Bella Ramsey? No. Yeah. 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 Doesn't play young, in no. my opinion. She doesn't yeah. come across as a fourteen year old girl. She comes off as a snarky college kid. Yep. To me. No, she does. Um, which is the only part that's kind of weird because they keep treating her like she's like 11 or 12. Right. And I'm like, but, but she's like 20. Right. Um, cause, cause like I said, she doesn't, she doesn't play young, which was one of the things that I, I think I really liked in the game. And it was voiced by, um, uh, God, she was on the show with, um, Jamie Alexander. Uh, and she was also the little girl on the last season of growing pains. Um, oh. You know what I'm talking about? Huh. Uh, what was that name of the show with her? Um, I don't know. It was a great, it was Ashley a fun show. Johnson? Huh? Ashley Johnson? Yeah. Uh, she was the little girl with the curly hair on Growing Pains, the baby they had at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but she, she was Ellie for me. Like her vo voice performance yeah. was fantastic. And just the way they had that character laid out and drawn, it's, they did a great job with Pedro Pascal as Joe, which I didn't oh, expect. Oh, she was Chrissy Seaver and Blind Spot is what you're talking. Blind Spot was the show. Yeah, that's what I said. The the youngest yeah. Seaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she she even now in her like her forties pulls off that like little girl voice, fantastic. Right, right. Um, which I th I think that might be the one the one piece like I because I'm sitting there going, oh no, she's supposed to be young, and this girl doesn't doesn't play young to me. Um, but I do like I said, I I'm enjoying the show. I think it's gorgeous. I just am not like, oh my god, this is the best show ever. Because I'm like, well, they just, they just reshot a video game. 
And I think like I can't imagine them trying to make a God of War movie because the video game they're not going to match it. It's so such a gorgeous game. Right. The story is so good, and it's because right it takes you sixty hours to play it. <laughs> that you're still playing. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm in the grind phase because now I'm like at the point where like I need to go get all the stuff 100 to go to the end. Yeah, I considered buying a new game, but I figured the new Destiny things releasing on the 28th of February. So I got a month into that. But in but in two and a half weeks, the Hogwarts game comes out and I'm going to get that and play that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I still have Midnight Suns to get through after I finish God of War. So, yeah. Wow. Um, I got to figure out if I'm, I think I pre-ordered the Hogwarts game actually, because then um, I want my other kid can play it on his PS4. Yeah, I have that. The deluxe uh, version gave me a PS5 and a PS4 for him. Yeah, I, I usually do that. I, my, my Xbox is my son's home Xbox. So any game I buy, he gets, but his Xbox is f- tagged to a friend of his. So any game he buys, I'm screwed, but his friend gets. Got it. Oh, by the way, R.I.P. Marvel Avengers. Yeah, that went the, that dynamic. went the way of, that went the way of Anthem. Um, they decided that they're not going to make any more content for the game, and they're just going to cease all support for it. But in and, but in March first, they open up all content to everybody. Everybody gets every everything they want in the game, except Spider-Man stays PlayStation exclusive. Oh, right. But I mean, all of the, the trophies and the armor and all that stuff opens up to everybody on March 1st. Right. Where you don't Which have to I'm so glad I tapped out on playing because if I had spent money on that stuff mm-hmm. and everybody got it for free, I would have burned Crystal Dynamics to the ground. <laughs> well, I think they did a good enough job that themselves. I'll at them and F them too. So, hey, as always, make sure you uh, tell a friend, uh, even if they can't watch live, they can always catch our podcast anywhere you get your podcast, whether it be Google, Spotify, or... Apple Podcast. Uh, if you're on Apple or Spotify, make sure you drop us a five star rating. Give us a review. Help people find the show. Uh, we always love the conversation that you all bring, and would love anybody else that wants to bring some. So, you can find me this weekend at Wilson's, and always at JackKidMusic.com. And uh, you can find Dylan right here. And uh, how about you, Frank? Uh, I'm just here. Sounds good. I got nothing this week. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you all soon. Fly, Eagles, fly.